This is Pastor Cody Sturgill. I'm so thankful you're listening today. The Bible commissions us to keep our heart with all diligence. Keeping your heart is a daily work. We need to daily fill our minds with God's Word. Join me as we hear a Bible message from the pulpit of Chilhowee Baptist Church. Mark chapter number 8. Mark chapter number 8. I'm excited to share this story with you. It's a portion of Scripture. How it spoke to my heart today, and I've been encouraged by it. Mark chapter number 8. Mark chapter number 8. And we'll begin our reading in verse number 1. Mark chapter 8, verse number 1. The Bible says, In those days the multitude, being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples unto him, and saith unto them, I have compassion on the multitude, because they have now been with me three days, and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away, fasting to their own houses, they will faint by the way. For diverse of them came from far. And his disciples answered him, From whence can a man satisfy these men with bread? Here in the wilderness. And he asked them, how many loaves have ye? And they said, Seven. And he commanded the people to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and gave thanks and break, and gave his disciples to set before them. And they did set them before the people. And they had a few small fishes, and he blessed and commanded to set them also before them. So they did eat and were filled, and they took up, of the broken meat that was left seven baskets. And they that had eaten were about 4,000, and he sent them away. And there's two phrases in this passage of Scripture that I really want you to see, and uh, they have been such an encouragement and help to me today. The first of those statements we find in verse number 2. Look what Jesus says to his disciples. He calls his disciples and saith unto them, Mark 8, verse 2, I have compassion on the multitude. If you mark in your Bible, I encourage you to underline that phrase. I have compassion on the multitude. Something I want you to be so aware of and be reminded of tonight. No matter the circumstance that you find yourself in life, Jesus' response to you is, I have compassion. I have compassion. I'm so thankful that the Lord Jesus has compassion on me. You see, compassion cares when there's not good merit for caring. Does that make sense? Compassion says, I love that person, even though they don't deserve it. Compassion says, I care for that person, even though they really don't deserve it. Compassion says, I will act on behalf of that person, even though I don't have to. And Jesus looks at us like he looked at that multitude of Gentiles this day that had been sitting around for three days and had not brought enough food. And he says to his disciples, he says, I have compassion on the multitude. Isn't that wonderful? The next phrase I want you to see, I'll explain it a little bit later, but I think it'll come clear as we proceed through the passage the Bible says in Mark chapter number 8 and verse number 5, He asked them, How many loaves 
have ye? How many loaves have ye? I want you to remember that question. Jesus met with the disciples, and he looks at his disciples, and he says, How many loaves have ye? And so tonight's message is those two phrases. I have compassion on the multitude, and how many loaves have ye? And we'll ask the Lord to bless his word. Father, be with us now as we study your scripture. Speak to our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We come to a stage and a time in the lives of the disciples where once again we meet up with their faithlessness and forgetfulness. And God is at work and God is proving himself and his compassionate nature both to the disciples and to the whole multitude. And we come to this portion of Scripture and Jesus lets his disciples know these folks need to eat and I have compassion on them. And he asks them a question as a reminder to them. How many loaves have ye? And this is spurred on because of a problem. Let's first of all, number one, consider the problems and look at the Scripture together. Verse number one, the Bible says, In those days the multitude, being very great and having nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples unto him. Now, here's the problem. Here's the first of the problems. First of all, there's a great big multitude. Here in a little while, in the same passage of Scripture, we understand that Jesus will feed about 4,000 people. And there's a problem. These folks have been so intrigued by the teaching and the working of the Lord Jesus Christ that now for three days they've been in a wilderness a long way away listening to him, sitting on the edge of their seat, soaking in everything they can from the Lord. But now enough time has passed that they're beginning to get in trouble and Jesus has compassion on them. What I see here and what I think about when the Bible says in those days the multitude, there was a big crowd being very great, having nothing to eat and little supply. You know what, folks? That's a problem that sometimes we face, is it not? A big crowd and little supply? Oh, there's nothing worse. I will never, ever, ever live down the very first senior soup and sing. Uh, how many of you attended that? <laughs> uh, I was at the grocery store, and one of our dear men was at the grocery store, and I was so excited about that day, and I knew it was going to be a great time. And I'd, I was at the grocery store early that morning picking up the stuff to make the soup that I wanted to make and, uh, and provide, and, and I told the man at the grocery store that I loved dearly, I said, I said, I'll bring you, I hate you can't come to our senior soup and sing, but I'll bring you a bowl of soup when we get finished. Well, we had our senior soup and sing, and every drop of the soup that we brought and had, uh, it was gone. Everybody got about that much, and I felt about that big. Uh, we had a good time anyway. We just didn't go away bloated and waddling out the way we like to. Uh, you know, it's terrible to have a big crowd and little supply. And uh, so the next time I saw my dear friend from the grocery store, he said, I'm still waiting on my soup. <laughs> uh, he may have reminded me of it a couple times since, and, and it's all in good fun. A big crowd and little supply. Uh, a big bill and little supply. A big need and a little bit of energy. A big hurt and a little relief. And we all face these problems, and it looks like when we're facing the issue, the problem, and we face the days that are ahead, and we say, oh my lands, that is so big. 
and I'm so small. And this was a problem that the people that had sat and listened to Jesus and were following Jesus and learning from the Lord had. A big crowd and a little supply. It was one of the many problems that we find in this portion of Scripture. The second of the problems we see in verse number 2. Jesus says, I have compassion on the multitude because they have now been with me three days and have nothing to eat. Three days, nothing to eat. I'll just tell you something. There was a lot of ill-tempered ladies around there and men. (laughs) We have this saying at our house, hangry. Have you ever heard of that? Uh, You get hungry, just hungry enough where you're ill. It's not hungry, it's hangry. But these folks, they were hungry. And after three days of hunger in a wilderness, most likely a desert-type situation, you start to lose strength and the inability to do things that you need to do. The Bible says, and Jesus even even makes mention of it in verse number 3, he says, if I send them away fasting to their own houses, they will faint. By the way, for diverse of them come from far. Here's another of the problems. Big crowd, little supply, three days without food. This is a life or death situation for a number of these people, and Jesus knew it. He said, if I send them away, they're going to faint. And I look at life, and I think about so many people that try to help and be a blessing to in our own lives, and we understand that if something doesn't change, it can even cost our lives. If something doesn't change, it could greatly harm our future. If something doesn't give, if God doesn't come through, I mean, this could be... We bite our nails and worry about the problems. These folks had big problems. It was life or death. Here's another problem. Look what the Bible says in verse number 4. His disciples answered him. Jesus has said, said, we need to feed these people. And his disciples, now these are the disciples, the same people that God in just a few months literally will begin to use to shake the world with the gospel. These are the disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ, Peter, James, John, Andrew. The disciples look at Jesus and they say this, verse 4, From whence can a man satisfy these men with bread here in the wilderness? I want you to know, so here was another problem. This multitude of people had major issues, and the spiritual leaders were faithless. They were faithless. Not only were they faithless, they were forgetful. What what had they forgotten? It just blows my mind how the disciples could have watched Jesus not long ago take five loaves and two fishes and feed 5,000 men. And the next day, watch Jesus calm the Sea of Galilee with just his voice. And watch Jesus, who knows, hours ago, stand in front of a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, stick his fingers in their ears and spit and touch his tongue. And the man could hear. (laughs) But these same disciples, these spiritual leaders, they were faithless. They were faithless, they were forgetful, 
and they were worldly. You know what these spiritual leaders were doing? <laughs> they said, Lord, I want you to see the emphasis of God's word. It's perfect. From whence, verse number four, from whence can a man satisfy these men with bread here in the wilderness? What were they worried about? What can I do about it? I'm just a man. How can a man satisfy these men? I'll have you know something. There's never been a man that could satisfy a man. There's never been a man that could satisfy a man. There is nothing that man has to offer that can satisfy us. You see, the disciples, they were not only faithless, but they were worldly. They were looking to see what we could do physically, financially, earthly, in the power of man to meet the needs of this multitude of people. And we've got a problem, don't we? The spiritual leaders were faithless, forgetful, and worldly. And it doesn't stop there. And they had confined what God could do to where they were located. The Bible says in verse number 4, from whence... Where? From where? Where? From whence can a man satisfy these men with bread here in the wilderness? He said, we're, we're stuck here, Lord. And there's not a thing any man could do. What are we supposed to do? You know, I'm praying and I ask the Lord to help me not to be a spiritual leader, a pastor, a preacher, a dad, a husband, a spiritual leader who's faithless, who forgets what God has done in the past. I want you to know something. God has been faithful to me. And he will continue. I know it. May we not forget the blessing of hand of God and his faithfulness to us and his willingness to lead us and guide us and protect us and help us. And may the Lord help us not to be worldly. Folks, I want you to know something. What I yearn for in my heart and my life is the pleasure of the Lord. I want to please God. Thank you for listening to Keep Your Heart Daily. Keep Your Heart Daily is a ministry of Chilhowee Baptist Church. To learn more about the ministries of Chilhowee Baptist Church in Chilhowee, Virginia, check us out at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com.